second fall trades. Beep ba bop and boop Talk to the people about the things Zagalval Trades. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Zack of All Trades, free flowing show about any and everything featuring some of my favorite people and the awesome stories that come with them. And I am again coming to you live from the Hand Me Down studio in eastern North Carolina. Today, we have a very special guest. Is my good friend Chris Phipps. We've known each other for a very long time, and we talk about a whole bunch of things. We talk about life, talk about sports, and really those are the two greatest things to talk about, in my personal opinion. So, without further ado, let's get started. Me and Chris Phipps, here we go. Pretty much like the reason I'm doing this now, uh, back in February, the uh, not my actual dad, but like the guy I kind of consider like my father figure, he took his life. And um, hit all this stuff, all this podcast stuff was his, and the goal was for him and I to do one together. And it was going to be like, we were going to talk about like football, basketball, pretty much just like any time we get together, we would just kind of just sit around and talk. And um, when he passed, his wife kind of gave this all to me, and I was like, I guess I should just do it myself now, kind of in his memory. So the first episode with my sister and I kind of just sitting down, kind of talking about him, and um, he was really close to her and I both, and... Um, it's up on Facebook right now, and it's um, my first episode is on. You can find it on Spotify. Okay. And um, and I'll also send you a link if you don't Spotify. You can listen to it also that. And then this one will be episode three. I have the second episode ready. I'm just kind of giving it some time before I upload the second one. Who, is, the, who is that with? A friend of mine. His name's Ryan. He um, he's like a musician, and okay. he, uh, he used to work with me doing like the wrestling stuff. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, I seen that shit. Some funny shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so how you been, man? And just living, man. Taking it day by day. Day by day. That's all you can do. That's all you can do. We're here. Uh, I'm here with Chris and, and Primo. I feel bad. I don't have a mic or anything for Primo. Smiling. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would have set him something up, man, if I'd known he was here. But it's all right. Uh, he, he walked in and saw my jerseys on the wall. Asked if I play ball. And uh, Chris knows a little bit about me playing ball. The Great White Hope. The Great White Hope, man. I'll, I'll take it. I'll take that. <laughs> We um we played together our senior year. Right. You were you were pretty much playing football like ever since you moved back to Swansboro. What made you want right. to like get back on? Did you I mean cuz you did you play basketball when you were a kid? Uh in the hood. In the right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying like Yeah. You know, black people period like from about 12 all the way to 5, ain't nobody outside. It's too hot. <laughs> After 5 o'clock, that's when everybody come outside. Uh-huh. Know? Ain't nobody playing no football. No. I mean, in the hood, I mean, you can, but I mean, it's going to be a couple fights. But basketball, I mean, that's what everybody really did with basketball. Yeah. I mean, we were trash. <laughs> hey, don't don't make us play no organized ball. <laughs> I mean, but see, you, you actually came in, and even though you've really never played the organized stuff, you really kind of took to it pretty well. Shit. I think so. I, I, I mean, if you think about it, I really came in off the bench, man, because I really, the plays, period, basketball plays, like, that's why I said basketball is probably the hardest sport. Yeah. Because when you run a play, you know what I'm saying, you do your job, right? Yeah. But if that play doesn't work that first time, mm -hmm. you're in a whole new position. You got to know that motherfucker doing. That's true. So football, you know what I'm saying, you do one thing, boom, bada, bing, you don't get the ball, you ain't running the ball, you know you know the block, boom, your job done. Exactly. Next play. Yeah. Basketball, y'all sit there and run the same fucking play like 10 times. Yeah, and, and, and the offense we had, it was just, all right, it didn't work, run it again. Just keep running it and running it. And I get to a spot, I'm like, where the fuck do I go now? And you definitely were kind of like street, like, you, you like, that was your, like, <laughs> playground style, you know? Man, when I came in the game, we, what we ran? Four plays. 
but it was all pick and roll. <laughs> That's all it was. It was, pick, it was pick and roll with different people. Literally. It. it was yeah. like uh, the, the 41 play was like that screen all the way through the middle, and everyone just runs through it. And that's one play I could look. I knew to run through. After I ran through, got to the corner. I was like, ah, oh, shit. I'm, I'm looking at TJ like. <laughs> right. Where to next? And then I knew y'all wasn't going to pass me the ball in the corner because I knew that was going to be a miss. <laughs> but um, the one thing that you brought was um, just like, I think the like the no look pass. It only took you one time to like when you when you took a no look from him to the face. It was like okay, I from now on I have to be ready. Like I think I think in the game the one time I saw you hit Jared. I mean directly in the face on the baseline. And it was a beautiful look, but it was just like that was your thing. It was always the ball was coming. It was coming fast. I would say I probably averaged about eight turnovers a game. You know, but <laughs> I probably played like eight to ten. I mean, but you know what it was really, and I don't know if I ever told you this. We um, Walsh at, at the beginning of the year, he kind of told us like our coach. He was like, "We're gonna be a defensive first team." You know what I mean? Right. Like he was like, we, "We don't have a lot of scores. We don't have a lot of like big guys to like really make plays." But we all kind of are like, because we were all kind of the same height across the board. Like we didn't have big men or like small guys. Yeah, but I say I, what I said. Uh, Christian was what, Chris, probably, probably like six Christian foot. was about six three, six four. Six three. I mean, Hell, maybe nah, he was probably about six one. Okay, so then we were yeah. all about six one because I wasn't shorter than six Shit, one. I was probably five eight, five seven. And you and Jared probably the two smallest guys on the floor though, because then it was like yeah. me, TJ, Anthony, Yusuf. We're all the same size. Jake, you know right, what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah, that's right. So we're like all the same size. So the thing was like we're just gonna be able to switch defensively whoever Shit, we. Y'all had me down in the post playing the four. <laughs> But it's because you were usually pretty big, and like the, I mean, the teams we're playing aren't like huge. But I remember, okay, with a few exceptions. I was about to say Dixon, it was me and Shane down there. <laughs> I was down there guarding the water buffalo. The water <laughs> buffalo. <laughs> I said, they said, yeah, he deaf. I said, huh? That's right. Yeah. What? Well, I can't remember his name. Yeah, I don't remember his name, but that motherfucker was. He was me, huge. Boy, he was giving me buckets. Yeah. <laughs> I, look, I, look, I could, I could admit. He gave me some buckets. Yeah. And it's because I probably had about three fouls in the first two minutes. Yeah, you got to do something. Because I'm just, he's trying to back me down. I'm throwing my body into him like, shit, he ain't about to bully me. <laughs> this ain't no bully ball. But no, the point I was trying to make was uh, when we first started, we had the starting five, and you were coming off the bench at the time. And I remember I went to the coach, and I went, so you told us you want us to be a defensive first team, right? And he's like, yeah. I was like, okay, well, here's your problem. You got probably one of our best defenders on the bench right now. Talking about you. Um, and I was literally like, I was like, if you really want us to be defense, like really good defense, like he should start. No, nah, I, I started uh, probably the first few games. Yeah. And then um, Christmas tournament. Yeah. I couldn't go. That's right. And then uh, I think it was me, Shane, and some other people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then once we didn't make that, he took us out the starting lineup. Right. But I really wasn't mad because I knew TJ was a better scorer than me. Yeah. Like, bar none, he probably was one of the best on the team for real. Yeah, and he and he came a long way. And his, his thing, I think, was I think his thing was kind of all of our kind of like everybody who played a lot of like playground style ball. Like we right. all kind of had the same problem. Like when we would play in open gyms, it would just be like it was so easy, and we would literally play like it was nothing. But then as yeah. soon as he tries to like structure it into like a play, we kind of like couldn't really figure it out. I just feel as if like certain people mesh with other people. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. like. He wanted to do a traditional starting fight. You know, you got the center and you got right. the power forward. Mm-hmm. But we weren't that team set up for that. So it was just like you got to put players who mesh together on the floor. So if he wanted to come out with a, a five that meshed together, it would probably would have been Jared, mm-hmm. Jake, yep. TJ, 
you Christian. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Anthony doesn't really fit in with you guys. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then if he wanted to come off and, you know what I'm saying, have one score and everybody defense, it probably would have been me, mm -hmm. Anthony being the score. Yep. And then he would have had TJ, Shane. Yeah. And um, what's the other dude's name? Um, what, like um, our age, senior year? Yeah. What's, what's the other kid's name? Not Christian. Not TJ. Jake? D. 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 Okay. You know what I'm saying? But. D. MacGyver. Shout out to D. MacGyver. Yeah, shout out to him, man. <laughs> we actually uh, got into some problems, man. But, hey, I got number love for the kid. Though. Oh, man. But, um, yeah, that, that probably would have been a defensive squad. D, D, at the time, though, he was a little bit younger. Yeah, so. he was a junior, I think, at the time. And, the, and him, Hunter, like, they really didn't go. And Alex didn't really get a lot of playing time. Was uh, Alex Harrington? He was on JV. No, he was on varsity my senior year. It was the three. The th I'm pretty sure the three juniors were Alex, Hunter, and D. And then like they just pretty much didn't touch the floor. Uh -huh, they were JV. Hunter, were Hunter, and D were definitely on varsity. I know that. Hunter, D, Alex may Hunter, have been. Hunter and D was. Yeah. Alex was on JV okay. as, a, uh, as a junior. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We won't talk about that <laughs> because because uh, he played the games before us. You might be right. Yeah, because yeah. he uh, he played with uh. What's his name? Black coach, uh, Coach Hicks. Coach Hicks, right? Right, right, yeah. right. Because it was him and Justice. Yeah, yeah, Justice, mm -hmm. and yeah. like EJ and. Yeah, yeah all yeah. of them were on the same team, and then uh, we had Hunter, we had Andrew. I want to say that was his name. Andrew Fellows, yeah. Trey. Mm -hmm. No, we didn't have Trey. Trey. Andrew made it over Trey, this very historically. <laughs> nah, Trey was on that team. Oh no, not not on our senior year team. He made it the next year. Damn. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, he tried out. And we were like, you're going to make Because me and TJ were actually out here at the Pines like working with him for like a whole summer. Like, oh, you're totally going to make it. And then he didn't make yeah, it. Yeah, so the only two people we had was uh, Hunter and D. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah I was with him on that one. You know, Coach Walsh ain't like that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he only played like 10 people. It's not like he needed a 15th roster. You know the crazy thing? Yeah. Alex had basically everything you should have to be a basketball player. Mm -hmm. He's probably, what, 6'1", six, 6'2". Six six yeah, he had, good, he had pretty good size. You know what I'm saying? He could dribble a little bit. Yeah. He could shoot something. He's a streaky shooter. But it's just like, he himself didn't bloom the way he should have. I think that goes for a lot of people. Hey, watching them mixtapes of and ones and the, whatever them, uh, uh, what was it, uh, What's some tapes called? Well, oh, they got that. Uh, Ball's top. Life? Ball is Life. Yeah. Once that shit came out, man, it fucked everybody up. It did, man. Everybody wanted to be on Ball's Life, man. Because that's the thing, right? Like, it's either you have it or you don't. Yeah. I come from Virginia. So, yeah. you know, our idol is Iverson. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Football. Bubba Chuck. You know, we going with Michael Vick. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, we just, we idolize people who were just th those guys. But when you take, when you take North Carolina, you know, you got Jordan. But mm -hmm. he wasn't really old enough for Jordan. Yeah. He got Vince Carter. So, I mean, you know. Like, yeah. So, basically, you know, we got some jumpers out here. For sure, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, we got a couple of guys that spot you, dot you, uh. and shoot your eyes out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But as far as, like, razzle-dazzle, you know what I'm saying, that guy, that didn't come until later. Yeah. So, then once everybody tried to do that, I mean, that kind of messed the game up. For sure. So, so, so those are you two guys growing up were Vic and AI? Man, unbelievable. <laughs> unbelievable, man. Like, growing up in Virginia, man, it, it, it was a beautiful thing, man. Like, mm -hmm. Where are you from in Virginia, exactly? Hampton, Newport News. Oh, man. Oh, so that's that's literally AI territory, is it not? Yeah. yeah. AI and Vic. And Vic, yeah. Yeah, like, that's like, the... You know how, you know what I'm saying, people like North Carolina, you know what I'm saying, we from Swansboro, right? Nobody knows where that's oh, from. I'm not from Swansboro, but we're right. in Swansboro, right? right? 
we don't, you don't have anybody you can idolize as far as, like, you know, Hoopers, anything. We don't have nobody that came out of here. None. You know what I'm saying? And then as far as football, you know what I'm saying, the kids now are probably going to idolize DeAndre. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But then again, you know what I'm saying, with DeAndre not being in the league and everything, people might not even know DeAndre. Because you think Rich Lance, people don't really know uh, Mario. Mario Williams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They be like, Mario. He was, <laughs> like, who was Mario? Who was Mario? You know what I'm saying? But that, yeah, I think Mario had one of the biggest contracts Ever. as a defensive Ever. lineman. Yeah, and, and the only eight. thing about basketball really around here that you get is if you were lucky enough to play against Ingram when he was at Kinston, and then right. if you've got – Kai Bowman, who plays for the Warriors now, was that he, he? We played him our he, senior year. That's my dog right there. Oh my God! Shout out Kai Bowman. Shout out, big shout out to Kai Bowman. We we played our senior year at Havelock, and on a fast break, he gets a steal. He was like 15 at the time. Windmills on a fast break. We were like, <laughs> we can't do anything hey, about that. Bro, jump so damn high. Oh he probably my! Cut a windmill twice. Literally, it was it was insane. I'm talking about like my fuckers were looking at him, and the ball rolled to the bleachers. <laughs> We were literally just in shock. This kid who's younger than all of us seniors, and he's just like, he looks like that already. It was crazy. You know what's crazy? His brother was athletically gifted. Yeah. His, his brother is a way better athlete than him, but Kyron definitely. Did, he, did his brother go to college as well? Man, talk about a tragic story. Oh, no. What happened? So, you know, he was supposed to go to South Carolina to play football with Farrell Cooper. I think I actually did hear about this. And uh, he got in trouble. Oh, yeah? For stealing laptops and computers. Oh, no. And then uh, he got a second chance, mm-hmm. and the same state offered him. Okay. So that's D1AA. Yeah. And uh, him and his mother got uh, caught on video stealing from a Kmart. Back the truck up. Dang. Went to the fence. They stole a BB gun, a sound bar, oh, and, and a rake. <laughs> that's a good take right there. Man, it's just crazy. Then, you know, Kyron had offers from SEC schools, ACC schools, oh, yeah. in, in football. Mm-hmm. I bet he could have, yeah. But who did he play for? Uh, he played for Boston College. Boston College. Yeah. He was supposed to go to Carolina. It was supposed to be me, him, and uh, Mike Hughes. Mike Hughes ended up, he was at Carolina, got in trouble, and uh, he went to UCF. Mm-hmm. He the one who won the game off that kick return. He played for the Vikings now. Oh, okay. Yeah, tough. Yeah, really? Yeah. Man, I, You've had quite the football journey yourself. Man, I ended it short. Yeah. yeah I came up a little short. But you still play like kind of like semi-pro, right? Yeah, I play arena ball now too. Yeah. So how so how does that work? Like what like what's the league? Like where do you guys play at? Man, it, it's semi-pro leagues everywhere, all across the world. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the crazy thing is, semi-pro is made up of guys who played in the league, mm-hmm. got hurt. You got guys who's trying to relive their dreams. Kind of older guys. Yeah. Yeah. And then you got guys who. Just got in trouble, mm. felons, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And but as far as semi pro, you got guys out there that can ball. Yeah. And I I have a dude on my team, his name is uh Lance Lewis, mm-hmm. played for ECU. And he played in the league, he played for the Saints, mm-hmm. played for Carolina, everything. And he's like that. Yeah. Definitely like that. But man, it's it's a lot of people in semi pro, like everybody laughed down on semi pro like semi pro is like a dull rec league. You know yeah, what I'm I mean, but like, but like you said, there's definitely guys that have a lot of talent. Man, when I say talent, it, it's kind of like the uh, the Drew League. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You know, you got your that basketball. You know what I'm saying. But those dudes can ball. Really? Yeah, for real. You know what I'm saying. And like, the, uh, what's the dude who uh, he's won MVP twice in a row? Frank Nitty or something like yeah, that. I think you're right. Yeah, he's nice baller. My <laughs> nice. like, why isn't he in the league? Sign him. Yeah, really. But you don't really know what. Yeah, you know, like it, it's all politics. Like, and I had to learn that the hard way. Like, 
shout out DeAndre, man. I mean, nothing but love for him, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But it was just like, it's all politics, man. It's like a car, man. You, yeah. You got a damn Ferrari, <laughs> then you got a 2003 Suburban. Which one are you going to take? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like... How, how does the how does the coverage work as far as like people that come down and, and see these like semi pro teams? Because I know maybe they're not getting the coverage that like you know like Alabama's getting, but they've got, like teams have to send some people to these games, right? Man, not not really, man. Um, do, or do you just kind of put yourself out there and kind of hope you, it gets seen? Got, and that's and that's one thing high school kids need to do, man. They always like, man, the coach, man, this, that, and the third. Like, put your own stuff out. Man, you gotta you're a car salesman now. Yeah. You got to sell yourself. Ain't nobody going to sell you better than you can sell you. Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to say, oh, he he can do anything in the world. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, eh, he's mediocre. He's okay. <laughs> hey, he, he has okay. Yeah, that, and that's their job. Their, their job is to try to like nit- nitpick everything and try to find, you know, right. whatever you think is your, your, your um, the things you're good at, they have to try to pick your flaws out. Man, it, it's, it's crazy because it's just like growing up, man, I come from nothing, man. Yeah. Football-wise... I had a couple people, you know what I'm saying, like, I looked up to, but there's nobody on this planet Earth that can say, I taught this kid how to play football. Mm -hmm. I didn't get taught how to play football until last year. So your whole life, you pretty much were just going off instincts. Man, just athletic, raw. You know what I'm saying? I look at who I look at, you know what I'm saying? And I be like, I want to be like him. You watch a lot of tape? A lot of tape, man. Yeah. Shout out to the legends. (laughs) Like, bro, like... I tell kids all the time, at Swansboro, we have no defensive coaches. Mm-hmm. There's nobody to teach defense. Right. We When we go over defense at practice, coach sit over and he just sits there and he talks about what we got to do. Mm-hmm. But as far as the coach got to teach you how to play your position, the yep. way you're supposed to be played, teach you techniques, teach you what hole or gap assignments, uh, how to cover, we don't have that at all. Mm-hmm. So everything you do is wrong. So... Going to college for me was, they was whooping my ass. <laughs> I come in as a freshman. I'm starting as a true freshman. Man. Where was this at? Pembroke. Yeah. Man, there was so much that I didn't know about the game of football. Mm-hmm. Like, it, like for example? Like, as far as you got ways you can line up, how to read an offense. Mm-hmm. Reading the offense in high school is easy. You watch the yard pool. He's mm-hmm. know where the ball is going. Yeah. In college, a team can run 120 formations. You have to know how to line up against all 120 formations. And it all, it all has to be made like on the spot. All those all those calls. You got to know the base that you're in. You got to know what your job is in every play. It was just so hard for me that I was like, "Fuck school." <laughs> yeah. Like me, I've never been a school guy. Mm-hmm. So everybody that go to college, I give them number props because it's not an easy thing. No, it's not. So I couldn't even do it when that was the only thing I was trying to do. <laughs> like I couldn't even st- stick around when I didn't have anything on the table, really. Bro, when I say I struggled so much mm-hmm. with football that I didn't go to class. I sat in my dorm room mm-hmm. with my with with my girl, <laughs> smoked blacks in my room, <laughs> and watched film all yeah. day. Go to practice, bust my ass. Mm-hmm. My first game at Pembroke, I had 10 tackles. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Next day, I missed a morning workout. Mm-hmm. The 
It's my first week, man. Yeah. Didn't, didn't even know. Didn't get, didn't get player of the game because of it. Oh, okay. Crazy. Yeah. But I was balling. I was balling every game, man. And every game, I had, I learned something new. Yeah. I'm talking about when we played North Alabama, I got abused. <laughs> I've never in my life had a white man abuse me. Oh, really? Dude was probably about 5'11", mm-hmm. but he was about 205, 210, he was Jay. Big slot receiver? Didn't run a single route. He just blocking me the whole time. Couldn't get off the block. Wow. So I'm manhandling Dang. Coach put in three linebackers. We all getting our ass whooped. <laughs> Didn't run a single route. When yeah. I say every running back on their team had over 100 yards. Oh, wow. So he was just blocking. Anything that got in his way, he was fucking him up. Including myself. And that's from where you said? Uh, North Alabama. North Alabama. North Alabama. Hey, look. Shout out to that to that white receiver from North Alabama. Man, crucial. <laughs> crucial. Bro. I was so I was so starstruck. Yeah. Imagine going to a game, man. You're a true freshman, man. Mm-hmm. We on the bus to the way to the game, right? They said, Yeah, man, they got lines on the sidelines. White lines. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I ain't never even seen no white line. Yeah. We get there. Oh, these motherfuckers really got white lines on the sideline. Wow. In cages, like white lines. Oh, my God. I'm like, oh, yeah. This going to be a rough game. <laughs> sure enough, it this was. It's a real program here. Man. <laughs> white lines on the sideline, man. That's crazy. North Alabama had it pop. North Alabama. Shout out to North Alabama and that receiver. You gave you gave my boy Chris here some issues. And he did. Bro, he made me quit. <laughs> oh, no. Man, the, man, the coach, uh, after the game on the bus, he looked at me. He was like, that was piss poor. Oh, man, yeah. He was like, you're terrible. Dang. I mean, I mean, do you respond to that kind of coaching? Like, what, like, does that kind of stuff, like, like, does that work? Or does that just kind of like, man, fuck this guy? Um, man, <laughs> Coach Rich was a, he, Coach Rich was a good coach, man. I can sit here and honestly say that. But, his coaching style didn't work for me. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't take a dude from the hood and think you about to put hands on him. Like, hey, you got to do it this way. Nah, bro. Oh, hey, buddy. <laughs> it don't work like that. But so he was like the grinder guy? Man. he Great coach, man. Yeah. Great coach. He, he'll, he'll definitely make you go get it. Mm-hmm. And he'll grind your ass into the dirt. Yeah. But I, me, as an 18-year-old boy, mm-hmm. yeah, I think when I went to college, I was 17. Yeah. I couldn't even go out. To the clubs with my teammates. Right. My first couple of weeks in school. Mm-hmm. My birthday September third. My first game was on my birthday. Oh wow! On the Thursday against Winston Salem State. Okay. Yeah, man. So, big game too. And we won. So you know I went out. With that was team. a big day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> went, went, went straight to Tokyo out there, Pembroke. Oh man! Shout out to the Lumbee Nation. There man. you go. <laughs> yeah, and so, so <laughs> it taught me how to party, man. Yeah. But as far as man, college ball, high school, man, like. You got to sell yourself, like, that's just plain and simple. You got to bust your ass, man. Like, it's always somebody out here working harder than you. Mm-hmm. And he might not have the same abilities as you, but shit, it's somebody watching him like, damn, he won. Yeah, and and, th- and that's really the big thing, too, is, like, getting getting out work. Like, that, people see that stuff all the time, you know. Man, <clears throat> I can definitely say, man, I see DeAndre working his ass off right now. Yeah. It's a shame that what happened in the XFL too. I was kind of excited. I was like, "Wow, he's going to get a chance to like kind of be a star on this like new platform." And then it kind of all just this whole Corona thing kind of wrecked it. Honestly, bro, in high school, if DeAndre had the work ethic he did now, 
he'd be so far ahead. Oh, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Like, honestly, and then uh, probably the best person on that team was Marquise Hemby, to be honest with you. Hemby was nice, man. Nice ain't the word. <laughs> Bro, he he was like that. He had a couple looks too, didn't he? Man, if he wasn't so small, if he was my size, yeah, he'd be in the league right now. You think so? I know so. Yeah. Yeah, you talking about a guy that had six interceptions as a sophomore? Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. And it was just, and that's when I knew high school ball was politics. DeAndre had one touchdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was an interception return for a touchdown and 13 tackles. Mm-hmm. The whole season? All-state DB. That was the whole season he had that? Really? Well, what could you do? Shane had 120 tackles. I had 118. Good God, yeah. Uh, Yusef had 55. Yeah. And that was the top three tackles. Wow. And he was a first All-State first DB. All-State. 13 tackles, one interception. Wow. That's, and, a, that's crazy. Me and DeAndre made a pact. I said, bro, you fast enough to cover all this by yourself. Yeah. I'm going to come up. I'm going to go up in the box and I'm going to hit shit. <laughs> you, got, you, you don't have to worry about anything. Don't worry about it. I got it. you. Bro, exactly. All you got to worry about is that damn ball going over your head. Yeah. You fast enough, you got it. You got Marquise on that side, Shea Dallas side. He needs some help. Uh, yeah. So, and that's how we did it, man. And, and you, it worked out. And you, in high school, you played DB and uh, quarterback as well, right? Safety and quarterback. That's man. crazy. Why are you going to play quarterback? You didn't. You did not. I didn't. Why not? I begged him to play Eli Fronson quarterback. Wow, why? Man. You are you just a defensive guy first and foremost? Or would you rather play a different position offensively? I wasn't a good quarterback. I mean, you're talking about a guy who had more rushing yards than he did passing. But I think that that was something that you used to your advantage, though. And I'd say 800 of my passing yards came off screen plays that DeAndre and Marquise took to the house for about 80 yards. Hey, man, I mean, if that's what you got, that's what all you got to do. But we had a kid. You don't think you could have put that ball where you wanted it? I had on linebacker pads. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I knew I was coming in the game to hit shit. Yeah, I, I, I got the I, linebacker pads on bro, QB. I couldn't throw because I had on big ass pads. You look like, like T.O. running around. I, I have, I have my same high school pads now that I play with in semi pro. Really? Yeah, coach. Mm. Shout out to coach Spotter, man. He gave me my pads and everything. I didn't have to go buy anything. Mm. He, he brought me right up to the room. Gave me my pads from high school, man. That's all love. For yeah, real. for real. Yeah. But, yeah, I didn't have a quarterback pass. I knew I was coming to hit shit, truck shit, get in my way. Like, sometimes I'd be on my way to a touchdown, man, and I'd see somebody, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Lower the shoulder. And, and Boy, they'd have a damn aneurysm. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, well, that's Chris for you. Yeah, no kidding. You know so but you had a pretty crazy. good arm, though, I feel like. I feel like you, like, as I've seen you throw. Oh, I, I could throw it a mile long. Now. Yeah. That bitch gonna be in the air for a little bit. Hey man, <laughs> but you gotta think that had DeAndre run the four three, yeah. Keith run the four four. Right. I just had to give him a chance. Yeah. I remember when we played East Duplin our junior year, we ran the same play four times. And it worked every time. Man, look. <laughs> First down, bomb, touchdown, holding, holding call on Buddy Riddell. Uh huh. Come again, throw it again. Touchdown again. Call back holding. Oh my god. Third down, same thing. We're like, God dang. Can we please get this executed? <laughs> Fourth down, buddy like shit. Well I ain't gonna hold this time. Oh, really? <laughs> Thanks. 
dude came in. They were saying, wow. I said, yeah, dang. Let's <laughs> just try holding. Yeah, now, hold him again. <laughs> hold him again. Hold him again. Sheesh. But at that time, man, uh, my junior year, I think that was probably the talented, the most talented team. We that was had. a stacked team. I remember that team. That was that team was loaded, man. I just don't think the Spada was ever used to having a team that was that stacked. Like he just didn't you just had like a lot of talent at every position at the man. key pivotal positions. We had players on players. Like, yeah. I, I, at that time, I was playing corner. Yeah. And I was straight garbage. <laughs> I said, Coach, this shit ain't it. Yeah. He was like, all right. Who was at safety that year if you weren't? Uh, DeAndre. Uh-huh. Um, I would like to say Chandler. Okay. Yeah, that sounds about right. That's who I want to say. Mm-hmm. But I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was Chandler. Because yep. it was uh, me at corner, Marquise at corner, mm-hmm. DeAndre and Chandler at uh, safety. Okay. I said, the hell with this. I can't do it. <laughs> Couldn't do it, man. Corner is one hard position to play. You're not in the action, so it just wasn't for me. Cause I'm leaving people to just go jump in the pile. <laughs> yeah, it was rough. It was rough. I yeah. probably what? I doubled all my stats. I had 55 tackles my junior year. Yeah. And then I ended my senior year with 118. Nice. And then I had what 500 yards rushing. I had a thousand something. Yeah. And then passing, I only had like 400. Yeah. 300 yards my junior year. I ended with over a thousand my senior year. Yeah, but when you took off though, it was like it's probably the best play right there because <laughs> he's tough to grab. Honestly, and you're tough to tackle. People didn't know my freshman year in Virginia. I played varsity. You moved back here. My sophomore. Okay, year. so yeah, so your freshman year in Virginia. So I ended up quitting football, mm-hmm. and I moved to Germany. I get kicked out of Germany, starting to ride. Oh my God. So I get sent back here to Swansboro, yeah. my father. Mm-hmm. And my grades are so terrible. I probably had like a 0.8 GPA. They were just like, how the fuck are you in school? Right Which is now? like, you're a smart guy, so like that's just like... Man, my freshman year... That's just like an effort thing. My freshman year, I didn't even go to school. Yeah. Like, I used to walk in class, they'd be like, uh... <laughs> what kind of, like the teacher looked at me like what kind of day are you having today <laughs> and I looked at her and she was like yeah you can sit outside your desk is outside already wow yeah, I, like, that's brutal some like some classes bro I don't even remember like in college right I remember going to a history class yeah and he's explaining the lesson he's like you should have learned this freshman or sophomore year I'm like, bullshit. <laughs> when? Yeah, really. So, man, I remember going into history class my freshman year in high school, and I slept every day. Yeah. And it was like penny maps and fucking learning about geography and all this <laughs> shit. I'm like, bro, I don't know about, like, like this, this ain't going to get me nowhere. Right. And I would fall asleep every class, mm-hmm. man. I probably had all F's and uh, I, I probably had a B in gym. Because yeah. when it was time to run a mile, I wasn't running. Yeah, <laughs> like there was no, like any time it was running involved in gym, I didn't even dress out. So I probably had to be in gym. Like it was just that bad. Do you wish that you could have changed that? Nah, I wouldn't change anything to be honest with you. Yeah, you know, like a lot of people are like, man, if I knew what I knew now, right? Fuck it. Yeah. No, like, I respect that. Life is beautiful, man. I hear you. It's just what you get yeah. out of. Yeah, and you're doing pretty well right now. Man, I'm about to go into the. We're gonna leave that off tape. 
<laughs> uh, we, right, that's fine. That's, that's so cool. Who will really at all say? Is there anything that you don't want to talk can't, about? Can't, can't block you. No, we talk about anything. All right. Um, can I ask you about when you did move back here? Before I get to that, I want to ask you about this. So when you first moved back, I think we went to middle school together. Yeah, I got kicked out of school in Virginia. Man. Okay. So so we had known each other a little bit, and I think right. we were somewhat like we were okay friends back in middle school. Right. So you moved back here, I think, our sophomore year, and right. somehow it gets to me. Because I was like, oh, I remember that guy. I went to middle school together. Somehow it gets to me. Yeah, he doesn't fucking like you, man. And I was like, wait, what? He's like, yeah, I don't know why. Just Chris said he fucking hates you. And I was like, what happened? I don't, I don't, th- I haven't spoken to him like probably like six years. I don't know what could have possibly happened. And so like for like the longest time, like I tried to avoid you because I'm like, I don't want to start anything. Like I've, I don't think I've done anything wrong to this guy. That's crazy. But oh. then I, then eventually we met up and I was like, I thought you hated me. You're like, no. I was like, are you seriously? He's like, oh, yeah, we're fine. But did wait, but here's the question. Did you actually hate me? Nah. Uh, so <laughs> at the time, so I'm going to tell you all a little insight about Zach, all right? Oh, God. So, <laughs> oh, man. Zach's one of those guys. So everybody watches comedy, right? Right. And everybody has their own kind of comedian they like, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, me, I'm a Bernie Mac kind of guy. Yes. So that's what kind of funny I like. I always thought you were Jim Carrey funny. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, at times, it's just like, he was dramatic at times, and then I had a lot of stuff going on in my life at the time mm-hmm. where I don't know if a lot of people even noticed, like, we had a policy in high school where you couldn't wear headphones. Right, yeah. Did you ever realize I was the only person with my headphones on? <laughs> like, I just didn't want to be bothered by anybody. It's uh-huh. just like, when you hate life, you know what I'm saying? You hate everybody around you. I feel you that. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. When I met him, he kind of explained to me, like, dude, a lot of people don't like you because they don't know you. They don't know what you've been through. I agree with that. You know what I'm saying? I so definitely agree with that. A lot of people, like, man, like, growing up in, like, not growing up, but, like, living in Swansboro was very During those years especially. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It was just different. You got to think, like, I come from the hood. You yeah. You know what I'm saying? Come from the Projects. And now you're like in this white beach town. Man, like it was just like it was weird, like because in Virginia, man, like the white girls love black men. Preach. It was never like it, it was never like a, oh my dad doesn't like your kind. Like I was just like, what, what do you mean? My that is kind? that is a thing here too. You know what I'm saying? Like and it was just like all the white girls just like white girls, white men, everybody just looked at me different. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, damn, I'm where I'm from. Like I'm a star. Mm-hmm. And then it was just like, damn, like, here I'm just a nobody. And you felt that way. I, I felt it, like, all the way through and through. Like, I just kept my headphones on. Mm-hmm. And everybody thought, like, I was a hateful dude. But it was just like, why do I want to be bothered with people that don't want to be bothered with me? Like, I understand you, that. Like, you see me for the color of my skin, but you don't know, like, I'm a loving dude. Like, I give you a shirt off my back. I give you the shoes off my feet. And that is the truth. I think the you know better that you and I got to know each other, I was like, I was like, because, you know, you, you kind of have, like, a face that kind of like I feel like you just look intimidating sometimes, and especially like you said when you kind of walk around like you know like oh big motherfucker like you know I'm like you might not want to mess with him. But the better we got to know each other, I was like he's like one of the nicest guys I've ever met in my life. I know. Yeah, like oh, and we would just and he would just hit me up sometimes like when he was living with uh, Hamilton's and he'd be like you want to hang out? I was like sure. Like I don't know why you want to hang out with me and we would just kind of hang out and talk kind of like this. Is he real? Yeah, man, for real. Everybody like. Growing up, man, like, I'd say at the age of 10, mm-hmm. I learned how to sell weed. Mm-hmm. My uncle sat me down at the table with a scale and the weed. He was like, look, I got to work. They knock on the door. 
right here on the paper is their name, mm -hmm. how much they get. You weigh it out, you give it to them, you make sure you get this amount. That was a 10. You know what I'm saying? So, growing up was way different for me. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, like, coming here, like, everybody's like, oh, we, 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 turn up, drink, drink, drink. <laughs> like, I come from this. Like, yeah. Y'all live a lifestyle you ain't got to. Y'all going up too fast. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. by the time you get 20-something, like, right now, you're going to be bored. Like, it's true. Like, think about now being in Swansboro. You're like, man, this shit is whack. That's actually very well said. You know what I'm saying? And that's why everybody's dying out right now. Like, everybody getting high off other stuff. Like, mm -hmm. think about it. If they never got high at a young age, weed right now, they'd be like, oh, this is amazing. Yeah. They wouldn't be on heroin, crack, mm -hmm. meth, whatever they do, pills. But they started it so early that eventually you got, that, you got to find something better. That high wears off. It like, does, that high yeah. does nothing. Like, I, I done seen dudes smoke over a half and over a... <laughs> Three hours, like yeah. you just like, bro, you can't get no higher. <laughs> like you yeah. can't, bro. Yeah. So then they graduated to other things, bro. Yeah. It's just crazy, and it's just like, I knew it was gonna happen, man. Like my family, bro. Like we come from pure hustlers. Mm -hmm. My grandma sell, my uncle sell, my mama go get it. She'll go get her money, but she don't hustle though. You know what I'm saying? But she gonna go bust ass. My auntie, she gonna go bust ass. You right. know what I'm saying? Everybody in my family hustled. My grandfather, crazy story, right? I got a right-hand man, call him OG. I met him probably in, what, 2015, 16? Mm -hmm. I was living with Brian Mole and Shane Hill, right? Mm -hmm. Out in uh, Hunters Creek. Yeah. We had a dude named OG, man. He lived right beside us, man. And I could tell we was one and the same because every night at the same hour, it would be like 1, 2 o'clock in the morning. We stayed in townhouses, right? So our shit side by side. His sit in his chair, I sit in my chair. I smoke a cigarette, he smoke a cigarette. At the time, I was struggling, so I get the hustling again. Mm -hmm. So I buy a pound, shit gone in two days. Especially around here. Two days gone. Mm -hmm. So, the kid game on me, like, hey, man, what's your name? Like, Chris, bro, what's up? What's good with you, man? My name is uh, Adrian. I said, what's good with you, bro? He was like, man, I see how you get money, nigga. I admire your hustle. Mm -hmm. He said, you remind me of me when I was younger. I said, oh, you get money? He's like, yeah, nigga, we need to take a trip. I said, take a trip? Yeah. Where you trying to go? He said, nigga, come to Greenville with me. I'll, I'll show you how to get some real money. Damn. Man, we hop in the truck. He says, then that's that been my man. So you feel me? That's my right-hand man. Like, don't go nowhere without him. Like, if it's any type of smoke, business, anything, he, he with me. Mm -hmm. So... One day, my brother gets into an altercation with a dude, and it gets to, like, gunplay. And it's on the record, you know what I'm saying? I don't care. I, I'm as real as they come, man. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's, there's no lie to Preach. this, man. Y'all can ask Shane Hill. That's no. my brother. That's, that's my brother. That's my man. So, mm -hmm. Me, Shane, OG, Eric, and Carl, we ride out of New River. Beefing with a dude. I'm going to leave his name off tape. Fair enough. And uh, we just get into arguments and whatnot. He's like, come to the back. Come to the back. We got something for you. I was like, oh, word. Nah, we'll be right back. So we leave. He he calling my brother, blowing him up. He's like, i give you gas money to come back. I said, word. Call my grandfather. My grandfather, OG, Cripper. Everybody know I'm blood. But so I hit my man's man. In a certain part of town, we got two trailers. One got guns, one got crack. On this, in this particular area, it's 30 pit bulls. So it's not like if you try to come in there like it's you're not making it out. Right. You know what I'm saying? 
So, go over there, pick him up, we get the guns. At the time, Shane fighting a case. Yeah. Shane like, hell no, I can't go with y'all. Mm -hmm. so, so we leave him in the trap house. Shane was terrified. He was like, after the whole incident, he was like, man, I think I was sitting on a gun. Like, because he's sitting on the bed, he was like, I can feel the gun. Mm -hmm. So, we ride out the New River, man. My brother and dude get to fighting. Things ain't go how it was supposed to. So I'm feeling some kind of way. And the dude, he's a big, brolic nigga now. He's not no little dude. So he on me, like, hey, you get it too. So I'm trying to get the gun from my grandfather. Like, let me pop him. He like, nah, you want him? Like, what you mean? He like, you want to fight him or not? Take my slugs out. Take the bullets out of my pocket. We get to fight. Damn. He throw a punch. He hit me. I said, oh, shit, that's all he got. Because he, he threw it from away from left field. You know? uh -huh. I said, okay. So I throw a fake one. Hit him one time. Drop. He grabbed me. He a big brolic motherfucker, so I can't get him off. I said, you done? He said, nah. He pushed me. Hit me one time. I said, oh, okay. <laughs> one hit again, drop. This one I knew OG was my man's, man. Like, after the incident or whatever, we in the car. He said, bro, you know this dude such and such. Man, I used to buy crack from you back in the 90s to my grandfather. Oh, shit. And that's, real people know real people, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. My grandfather knew him and everything, and that's been my man since. You know what I'm saying? So, it's a lot of shit, like, just growing up, man, like, yeah. people, like, that I'm around, they real people, man, they got their struggles, they, they deal what they got to deal with, man, so it's just, like, me, as a person, I learned, man, I ain't about to judge nobody, who am I to judge you? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I keep a lot of people around me, man, like, you could be a cornball to everybody else, but shit, I don't give a fuck, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like I tell everybody, man, like, you can like the Jordan Behan situation right oh man that's and tough that shit blows my mind cause he's been the same dude since high school mm -hmm. so it's just like damn like why are all y'all now trying to yeah. speak on Jordan Behan he been that dude like he was one of do you remember Jordan Behan said he gonna fuck a hundred girls in one year <laughs> I think I actually do remember that in high school, bro, and I'm pretty sure he accomplished that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So for He was also the guy who would send, like, you would just be sitting around, like, doing nothing, and then, like, you would check your phone, bam, dick pic. And it's like, like, we weren't, like, really talking or anything. Like, we weren't, like, you trying to send me something. It was just out of the blue, and now I expect something back. Like, and that was, like, probably four or five years ago. Exactly, bro. It's just crazy, like, how people can, like, change the narrative on a person. Yeah. That shit blows my mind, like, me personally, like, it could be a hundred people that can say, man, he a liar, he still, he do this, that, and the third. Mm -hmm. That's cool. I'm still going to let you around. Mm -hmm. I know what you're capable of. Yeah. So if you do do it, I already knew, you know what I'm you saying? But this is the thing, though. If you fuck with me and I fuck with you and I show you nothing but love, you might not do that to me. Yeah. You might be doing that to them because they done fucked you over a million times, you right. know what I'm saying? So it's just like, I learned to love everybody, man. Like, yeah. Well, I'm going to hate everybody for it. Like, so I learned, you know what I'm saying? Well, Ham taught me, like, man, you got to show love, man. Can you talk about staying with them? Like, how did, how did that come about? Man, so it just got to a point, man. My brother ended up going to college at A&T. Mm-hmm. Um, Talking about Eric, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it was just me in the crib by myself with 
my my father's wife and himself. And you were staying at. I dropped you. Yeah, but I dropped you off there one time. Man, I hate it, man. I just like. I ain't have a car. I ain't have no money. Mm-hmm. It was just like. They 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 live a certain type of way, and that's just not what I was used to, man. It just got hard, and then me and my father got into it. I remember fighting him in the backyard, you know what I'm saying? And uh, after a game, a basketball game one day, man, uh, TJ ends up taking me home. Mm-hmm. I look TJ in the face, and I'm like, man, I don't even want to be here. He said, man, you stay in my house. Mm-hmm. That's when me and TJ got real close, man. That's my guy. He, he has welcomed many a people on the couch. Trust me. Yeah, man. And I've also been one of those people. <laughs> it's crazy. And then uh, his mom ended up loving me, you know what I'm saying? And uh, I think it was a afternoon workout. Ham comes up and he approached me. He's like, man, where do you live at? Mm-hmm. I was like, uh, I'm bouncing from house to house right now. He's like, what? Yeah. It's like, man, yeah, I'm good, though. Just doing what I got to do, right? You know what I'm saying? I'm good, man. Like, they, they go on, man. <laughs> so uh, he was like, hey, man, uh, you you want to live with me? I said, he was like, no disrespect. I mean, I got an extra room, man. You can stay with me, man. Wow. And they took me in. And that's like my pops, for real. What, like, so you still close with them? Yeah, man. Like, I'm I'm basically his son, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's, I have nothing but love for him. And then Mama Ham, that's my mother, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. that little lady sat down with me countless of nights, helped me study. Man, he put clothes on my back. He fed me. It, it, like if I left right now and I didn't have anywhere to go, I knew I could go live with him. Mm-hmm. And just like him as a person, man, he he taught me how to be the way I am today. And I appreciate him for that because really at the time when I met him, man, he'd tell you like I, I didn't really like your attitude. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I think I think you have that effect on people. Yeah, man. (laughs) But then at the same time, the more they, I'm telling, like I said, the more they spend time with you, it totally changes. Good dude. Yeah, Yeah. it's just like if you if if they try to judge you on the first meeting, they're gonna sell themselves short. Great dude. That's what I've always said about. You know what's crazy? I I knew like life had changed for me when Christian Oswald threw a party at his house, and they uh, Christian and TJ invited me. Mm Mm-hmm. And when I walked in, everybody looked at me funny. So in what was, way? Uh, so Kristen Stoffel was there. Oh, God. Uh, what's the girl with the red hair? Uh, Katie Cosby? Yeah, yeah, that one. She bad, boy. But, uh, oh, my God. And it was, uh, what's the girl that drive a BMW? Uh, Leah Hartness. There you got it, um, yeah. The usual crowd. Is it Ashley Oriole? Yeah. Ashley Oriole and... Uh, Cameron Newton and a couple other guys. That sounds just like, When I walked in, they looked at me and was like, why is he here? Really? You know what I'm saying? But then, like, as the night went on, they were just like, oh, he's he a cool dude. Yeah. Like, but, like, that was probably last night I kicked it with the, that group of people. That's but, so sad, though. Yeah, man. Just, you didn't miss out on much. Probably whatever you experienced <laughs> that night, whatever night followed would have been the same thing. Did Christian and TJ get into it that night? Nah, Christian ended <laughs> up going... Because that... Oh, I don't care. Christian went in the room with Christian. <laughs> <laughs> Cameron Newton went in the room with Katie Kazi. Well, come on, man. Oh, my God. They had a great night, man. I'm sure they did. They had a great night, man. I walked my ass back home. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. You, yeah we're, you're, you're lucky if you go to a party with TJ and Christian and they don't get into it. That's usually like, okay, we had a good one. Actually, at Pembroke for a while, it was Trey and Christian always getting into it. 
It's Christian and somebody get it. He's gotten into it with me, Trey, TJ, just and just about it. Except for like Yusuf and like you, or like the only two people he's never gotten into it with. Shout out to Yusuf. Big man. shout out. That's that actually how. Much. That's that's a lot of times how I'm, I kind of like keep my keep track on you because he apparently you guys always talk. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. And I'm always just like, how's he doing? He's like, yeah, he's doing good. Yeah, man. Yusuf, man, that he kind of had it the same as me. You know what I'm saying? Yep. I don't know who had it worse, who had it, you know, who had less, you know what I'm saying? But, man, he, he grinded and busts his ass, man. I, I love his hustle, man. For sure. Like He does, too, man. How he lost his house, man, that shit was tragic. I mean, that shit kind of hurt me, bro. Like From the hurricane, you mean? Yeah, yeah bro, that was terrible. Like, my my, my dream right now, I, I, I know people have dreams of, you know what I'm saying, making it to the league and doing everything in the third. But I have a plan right now, not a dream. I have a plan that, you know, is in effect right now that, in a couple years, I'm gonna build a house. You know what I'm saying? And any of my homies, anybody, you know what I'm saying, is more than welcome. Where are you trying to have it up? Somewhere nice, man. Somewhere, somewhere nice. nice. Not, not even somewhere nice, man. Like it's just like I I know for a fact. Like you know what I'm saying? If I build a house with enough rooms, you know what I'm saying? If I had an eight room house, man, everybody working, everything cool. I know mm-hmm. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna have a career. You know what I'm saying? So. What are you trying to work on now, if I can? Man, I'm being green, man. I'm being green, man. <laughs> I'm being green. Hey, man. I'm going to get that uh, VA home loan, man. I'm just going to build a house, man. Okay. And anybody welcome, bro. Like that, and that's how I want to live my life, man. Yeah, this this place here, for anyone that knows me, like probably the past, literally since we pretty much graduated high school, I've just been here and there and just about everywhere with staying with this person or staying with this person. This is like the first true like my spot i've had probably my whole life i appreciate it man it's it's huge and i i remember when i first moved in here like you know i was like i'm gonna pay your rent like i'm going like this is i want this to be my place too right and it has become i mean you can see i've kind of like morphed it into my own little section here man that's the crazy thing people don't realize man like they feel as if they need the best things in the world yeah but you don't man because this has been the world to me right here just this room man man find your little piece of happiness it's true and this is like the, the like the year and a half i've lived here has been like the happiest like times of my and life bro man. any time you can call something yours that you work for absolutely man, exactly like it's beautiful like you mm-hmm. take pride in that you know what I'm definitely saying? a lot of people take pride in the things that other people have they're like oh man they got a boat Damn, yeah i gotta go get a boat right but shit that might not make you happy though and i don't think people realize how good they actually have it like not in like not in the sense of like like how nah, good you said, you're doing nah, you said it right you said it right. but like just like how like all the support that they have and like the amount of people that are like like yeah they're working but like they also have so many people like behind them working with them man. when so many people are like everything they've got like it's on their own back and on their own work you hit it on the money man my grandfather and my grandmother used to tell me all the time, it takes a village. Yeah. Oh, you're absolutely right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And if you're one of those people that don't have that support, man. It's tough. You got to change who you have around you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I That's tell, true. I tell people this all the time, man. You can want one thing, mm-hmm. but if you don't have somebody saying, go get it, I support you. Mm-hmm. Go after it. Man, you ain't never gonna go get it, man. I understand, like you have to have self ambition, but at the end of the day, man, you need a support system, somebody to tap you on your back and be like, man, it's okay, man, get back up. Or even to like kick you in the ass, man. Like, come on, like you know, like you don't like quit sulking and like just go do it. You know what's crazy? I yeah. was one of those guys who 
anytime anybody pushed me, I just felt like as if like they were rubbing me the wrong way. I feel I feel the same way sometimes. You know what I'm yeah, I'm the same way. But those were the people who want it, the best for me. Exactly. Like, I now I remember going to the ones who keep it real with you. But I remember going to Ham's house the first time, man. I'm just like, man, I ain't never been in a house like this. Yeah, yeah, really. Yeah, you know I'm saying it was, same. And it wasn't no joke. Like I, I remember like going to some people's houses out here. I'm just like, damn, this your house? Really, though? Like, uh, Tell me about like, it. Like Jared. Yes. And I went to his house, I was like, bro, this your house? It's like a palace. You know what I'm saying? Like, damn, bro, you live in a mansion. Literally. But to them, they like, man, this ain't shit. Le- yeah, really, though. They, they all just kind of nonchalant. Jake, Jake's yeah. house is kind of like yeah, that. Yeah, man. It's just it's like, like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Like, I'm like, bro, damn. Like, bro, you're blessed. Yeah. Like, you grew up great, bro. Like, you never wanted for nothing. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong, like. I never wanted for nothing. My mother busted her ass. Same. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I can't sit here and say that I started hustling or doing what I was doing because my mother made sure I had everything. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I, I wanted more. Yeah. Shit, my mother busting her ass. Shit. Like, let, me, let, me, let me make a little bit of bread. You exactly. know what I'm saying? And, bro, you know one of the craziest things, man? Yeah. I was living with Ham, right? Yeah. And I was so ashamed to ask him for money or ask for anything, you know what I'm saying? Like, I wanted to go hang out with friends, you know what I'm saying? I didn't have a car, but I didn't get a car until I turned 21. I think I was probably, like, 20 or 21 as well. Yeah, that blue truck that's out there, yeah. I got that, like, probably three or four years ago. It was the first car I ever had. Yeah, and, and it's, but you had, but... You had uh, you could use the one car that you. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah. You want to talk about that? One? We can absolutely get into that. Yeah. Any other any other vehicle that I was using was my dad's, and one one particular night. Oh my god, dude! It's like the worst day ever. So we uh, we were coming back. We we were at an ECU game with the with the basketball team. We had just gotten back that night. It was me, you, and Yusef. Am I right on that? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So we're we're kind of just like we don't want to go home yet. Like we're just hanging out. Like yeah, the trip's over. But like let's just do something. Let's just drive around or whatever. Now we were spying. We, we were spying. and but we eventually saw somebody that we knew. I think it was D possibly. D and Alex. D and Alex. We were like, oh, let's follow them and see what because they're going to someone's. That's that's someone's neighborhood. We got to follow them and see what they're up to. Who was it? Madison Gaskell. Some, uh, someone like that. Yeah, like and, uh, Olivia Robertson, I think. And what's the other girl named I cannot, uh, I honestly can't remember. But I know she just got into it with uh, some females over at Jordan B and shit. Oh, is it, is that Ali Yeager? There we go. There we go. There, 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 there you go. Look, look, look. Since I bring up the drama, like, shit, I do that. Oh, I know that person. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yes, like, oh, they're going to Sons with me. Let's follow and see what they're up to because they got to be up to some, oh, up to no good. So we're following them and, like, we've got, I've got my lights off and we're, like, hanging low. And all of a sudden they start to walk out. We're like, oh, shit, let's get out of here. And I like peel out and like it like I thought I was on the road because it was so dark and I had my lights off. Hit the bricks. Oh my god, like this like brick like the ditch area and just and the car just like shakes back and forth like that. Airbags, side airbags go off. This motherfucker's on my backseat eating sunflower seeds. <laughs> sunflower <laughs> seeds go everywhere in the literally everywhere in the back seat. And Hey, what what I say? Literally he goes, Oh man, my seeds. <laughs> Like, not like, is everyone okay? Like, damn, that was, that was crazy. Man, my seeds, man. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. Like, I was freaking out, man. So we we ended up, we told my dad, like, we gave, like, some, some bullshit fabricated story about what happened. And we you're, we said a deer jumped out. We did. Because you're, like, you're like calm as ever. Like, you're like, oh, you're fine, man. You're good. You're good. I'm like, I don't know, man. I'm going to freak out. Like, nah, you're fine, man. We told him the story. It seemed okay. So, like, the next day, 
the person that house we drove by had a huge chunk of the car in their front yard and saw their bricks all blown over and they're like, what the hell is this? So they call the cops and my dad's like, I think I know what car that belongs to. And the next day I show up and it's just like, that slab is like in the garage and I'm like, and it was yeah. it was brutal. That was such a such a bad moment, but a great memory. Well, he fucked the bricks up. Oh, dude! It, like, in the car was really like it wasn't like this anymore. It was like that. Like, it literally was driving like this. It was all slanted and fucked up looking. Oh, oh my I, god! I ain't gonna lie. If the cops did come, we was in trouble. We had two black dudes in the car. <laughs> I, I got a homeboy. He told me. Uh, he was like, my mother told me that any time a black dude and a white dude together, it's trouble. What? <laughs> So what is it if two black dudes and a white dude are together? Is that double trouble? Yeah, double yeah, trouble. <laughs> that's even worse. Yeah, that's trouble, brother. <laughs> so why were you always kicking it with me? We were walking up the street, man. Hey, look, they gone. Look, if they would have pulled up, they'd be like, "Sir, are you okay? Are they harming you?" <laughs> I just looked at you like, "Don't do it." <laughs> yeah, a little hundred seventy pound me, like I'm doing okay. <laughs> Because me and you said was the biggest shit at that time. Exactly, yeah. You you two are with me, and I'm, I'm in the front seat. Like, man, I, I, I think everything's okay. I still would have been tripping about my seeds, man. You were, man, my seeds, man. I was like, <laughs> bro, my fucking dad's car, man. Fuck the seeds. You know what's crazy? The reason why I spilled the seeds, but damn, he had an airbag coming mm. this side. <laughs> so when he took off, I had my hand up. The damn mm. airbag hit my hand. Yeah. So the damn seeds just <laughs> went everywhere. I said, damn. <laughs> Literally, like a fucking bomb went off in the back, man. Oh, my God. That was, that was that great. That was a crazy night. <laughs> See, I actually was going to think of, I was thinking about bringing that up, but I'm glad you brought it up first. Man, that was a crazy Because we both remember that awful, great night. Oh, my God. And I remember uh, <laughs> Alex told me the story afterwards when we had, when we had saw him the next time. He was like, man, y'all were driving away, and that car was just like, fuck. <laughs> we could see it fucked up. I was like, oh, my God. But what did we end in somebody's ditch or what did we what do you mean we were in someone's driveway we like kind of stopped the car you like whipped the car around you hit the bricks we went airborne for a second <laughs> and then I it's don't know so what, what did we end on the other side I guess in the ditch and but we yeah cause it was like a it was like a T type type road yeah so it was just like that road going down in the road that goes straight down towards the exit so we was just sending somebody's ditch we put that shit in reverse speed uh, the airbags out I said, yeah, this shit is totally. And the airbags had you shaking. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that. I don't think that thing ever saw the road again. Nah. Nah. <laughs> well, how did you get to school, your sister? Um, no, but at that time it was I was driving that car. No, I'm the, saying after the time after that. Like, maybe I, my sister was. Well, I no, know you was going through some shit after that. I, I know your dad was. You know, you know for sure. Um, I might have been walking. I might have gotten rides from people. Cause my sister graduated my sophomore year, so after that she had been. She graduated sophomore. Year? Yeah, she's two years older than me. Yeah. Damn, I did not know that. That's crazy. And I would just probably it might have been TJ taking me to school honestly after that. All facts. You're yeah, right. that's who it was. Yeah, I'd ride with him a lot. Cause actually, red truck. I'm telling you right now, by my probably my junior my senior year, I was literally living in here with him. Like I would literally go to so like Sunday I would come back to my dad's house, whatever clothes I brought, wash it pack up more shit, and then that Monday would just stay at his house till next Sunday and then just do that all over again. That's all love, man. Like, literally. Like, I wasn't even really living there. That's crazy. Because he, cause he and I had, you know, whatever our issues were. I, don't, I just don't think... Whenever my mom and I kind of talk about it, she was just like, I don't think he was ever, like, ready to be a dad. And I don't think he ever, like, 
knew exactly what those responsibilities meant. And I, the how I got to live with him, it was my eighth grade year, about to go into high school, and my mom was, we were living with my grandmother at the time, my mother, my sister, and I, and she was going to move in with a friend of hers, and they had two kids. You know Katie Dalton, right? If you don't, it's the fine. The one that uh, did Corey, uh, Corey Hall? No, that's not that person. Uh, Regardless, yeah, yeah, it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> so it was her it was her mom that we were gonna be staying with and so they were living with her, her husband at the time, Katie, and then her little her little brother, and I was gonna share a room with this like six or seven year old kid and I was like, I'm really not comfortable doing that. And my dad had just moved back to the States at the time mm-hmm. and I was like, Why can't I just go live with him? And my mom was like, You can do whatever you want pretty much, but like in the back of her mind, like, it's not gonna work out. Right. Because he's just not like he's just like a guy, he's not really like a dad. And I found that out the hard way, just like, you know, he would just like, because I had really no, like, restrictions. It was like, if I was home, I was home. If I wasn't, I wasn't. It wasn't, where are you? It's just, hey, he's not home right now. And I never really had, like, any sort of bond yeah, with him. no structure or anything. Man. Nothing. And we were never, we never really had a relationship. Even in the four years I lived with him, like, I just never felt like we were anything. I just felt like, oh, we kind of felt like we were roommates almost. That's how I felt with my father, too. Yeah, man. like, we weren't even really, like... Like, it's not really my dad. Like, he was just, this guy goes to work, I go to school, sometimes I'll go out, sometimes I don't, sometimes I'm here, sometimes I'm not. And it it was, it was a mistake, I think, to do it, but I think it was uh, overall for the best because it kind of gave me an opportunity to, like, find my independence a little bit where I don't think I would have found that had I stayed with my mom. So pretty much from, like, 16 or 17, like, I was, like, figuring, had to figure things out, like, all by myself. I think, like, that's the best, like... I don't, I, I don't know, man. Like, when you got to learn how to figure it out by yeah. yourself at a young age. For man. real. Like, when you start dealing with shit when you're old, you're like, man, fuck it. Yeah, I mean, literally, yeah. Like, yeah. this, I've been doing this shit since, like, I was 15. Yeah, like, man, it's, it's a breeze. Man. Yeah, you like. You got the kids that went to college, yeah. come back home, and, like, their parents like, uh, you got to go. Yeah, <laughs> and they just, like. Like, I remember my, I think I, my senior year, like, when people were, like, were starting to, like, get accepted to colleges, mm-hmm. like, I didn't even know, like, how that process went. Like, I didn't know I was supposed to be, like, applying, like, my sophomore, my junior year. Like, no one had ever, like, kind of, like, sat me down, like, so what do you want to do? And, like, I noticed, like, you know, these other kids, like, they've got their plans, like, mapped out from, like, kindergarten. You know, it's crazy, bro. The best girlfriend I ever had in my life. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go on record and say this. <laughs> was asking champion. Shout out Ashton Champion. Bro, she did everything a girlfriend could do. Like, bro, she was doing shit that a mother and a father should do. Yeah. I'm talking about she was on top of me about everything. Like, oh, you got to put in your applications. Mm-hmm. You got to do it like this. Oh, you don't know how to do this? I'm going to do it for I you. See, like, I never had anyone do that for me. Bro, she did everything, bro. Like, it's stuff now that I log into, and I'm just like, damn, I know she made the password for this. <laughs> but she hates me so much now, oh, and that's man. my fault, bro. And uh, it's just that, I wish I never burnt that bridge, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Because she did a lot, you know what I'm saying? And at the time, I was young, you know what I'm saying? I was, I was going to say, man, everyone makes mistakes, and you know, if, if she if she holds a grudge, it's fine, you know. Mistakes, boy, I, I, stuck, the dagger, I stuck the dagger in her heart, bro, and it's and I didn't ever mean to. It wasn't intentional or anything. Like, I was just young at the time. Mm-hmm. And, bro, she, when I say she did everything, bro, everything. Like, yeah. college-wise, like, bro, I remember her pulling up from NC State 
coming to my school, helping me do my work or write. My whole freshman year, she did every all my papers, everything. I, wow. I, I still don't know how to write a paper to this day. <laughs> and once, like, it's I, okay, it doesn't get you anywhere. Bro, I don't think. Once I burnt that bridge with her, bro, that's when school was just like, yeah, ah, shit, I'm, I'm fucked. Yeah, and I, I can honestly say, me and Shane did the same thing. Like, we burnt bridges with two females that we shouldn't have at the time, but it was just like we had so much stress on us, and that's not an excuse or anything, but it's just like college ball, bro. Yeah. That shit would drive you insane, bro. I bet. Like, Especially when, like, eyes. somebody, like, kind of like you, how, like, you know, pretty much your performance every day is keeping you at this school. Like, you're not one of these full ride guys. Like, you're not like, oh, we'll, we'll, we'll work around him. Like, if, if you, like, if you mess up and slip up, like, you could be gone. You want to know something crazy, bro? I would like to let him know something crazy. Me as a true freshman, right? I came mm-hmm. in as a guaranteed walk-on. Yeah. My second game, when I got 10 tackles against Fayetteville State, mm-hmm. they put me on full ride. Wow, really? All that one game? But this is the tricky part. I don't know. After North Alabama game, right, and things <laughs> oh, got tricky or whatever, yeah. I was like, look, I don't need this shit. Mm-hmm. I was like, bro, I'm out here as a true freshman starting for your team, and I ain't even getting paid no money. You think you about to come at me crazy? He calls Coach Ham. He tells him. Yeah. Little did I know, I was on full ride after the second game. You didn't. You didn't know. Didn't know at all. Wow, that's that sucks. Didn't know. Wow, why didn't they tell you? Man, they just wanted me to grind and keep busting my ass. I see. If they thought if you would have known you were on full ride, you would have maybe dialed yeah, it back a little bit. Yeah, I'd have been like like a days of cool and damn. Yeah, wanna, that makes sense. Because when I. I knew that, you know what I'm saying, I wouldn't get no money, I had to bust my ass for a scholarship. But see, what the funny thing about that is I feel like with you, had you known that that would made you full ride, I think you would actually would have worked harder. Man, I'd have been going crazy out there, but I'd have been doing shit. Like, their doing. intentions were in the right place, but it kind of backfired, because, like, I, I guarantee if they came and you said, Chris, that game was spectacular, you're getting, you're on a, you're on scholarship now, you'd have been like, shit, I gotta, like, I think it would have made you work harder, you'd have buckled down. Honestly, ain't no telling, bro. Yeah. Because then... Maybe I my whole attitude would have changed. Like, really? I, like, I'm that guy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I was busting my ass so hard because I wanted to be that guy. Like, even that Swans, bro, man, I busted my ass so hard because it was like, anybody who got talked about, it wasn't me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was DeAndre. It was... Did you have a chip on your shoulder because of that? Man, you know, like playing a sport, right? Mm-hmm. And it, it's not that you have any hate for anybody on the team or anything. Basketball, mm-hmm. who was the guy I was talking about? Anthony. Anthony, every time. Soccer, who was talked about? Mm-hmm. Jay Dolph. Jay Dolph, yeah. Cameron Newton. Yeah. Then baseball, you had whoever that you had was. Pretty much you had Sean Burke. Sean, Jared, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So in every sport, you have. You have that guy. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. then to never be mentioned, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, damn. What else I need to do? And it's not even necessarily like a pride thing. It's more just like recognition. Not even like you. You just like you work as hard, if not harder, than if, all those if, people, and you know that you're at any given day you can be as good as those people. If you're an alpha male, <laughs> that that too you want recognition. It's, it's not even the recognition, bro. Just being the alpha male, and you know you bust your ass so much. Mm-hmm. You you look yourself in the mirror and say, "Why is this man?" So it comes back to what I said, recognition. No, it's not even, but it's not even the recognition of the people, bro. 
It's just knowing that, damn, I work as hard as these yeah. motherfuckers. Like, you got to feel that. You know what I'm saying? Because it's, you can it's, s- not, it's not really about people saying, oh, man, he's the man. You, you, you know you're the man. You put forth you know effort. Right? That's why I say and you can And see, but you can still get those opportunities even without the recognition. Saying. It's not really about people saying, oh, he's the man. I don't need you to tell me I'm the man. You. I, I just need to feel like the man. Yeah. Give me those same opportunities. Give me the same like treatment. Hey, what uh, what Snoop Dogg saying? Train they put me in the front seat with you. Hey, put me in the front seat with you. I bet y'all whoop his ass. Because once you have recognition, it will allow people to make you forth. You get better deals. But that's the thing. It's not. It's not because you're not doing it for the glory. You just not the recognition. It's just like damn. What am I not doing? The opportunities that, the that get afforded to those people are yeah, really right. what you're looking for. More so than like, the, he's the greatest, you yeah, know? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't need nobody to toot my horn, you know what I'm saying? You can do that yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, at the end of the day, you can go home and you look in the mirror, right? Mm-hmm. When you look in the mirror, you can't lie to yourself. No. You can sit there and literally look in the mirror and say, damn, what did I do today? You can look at yourself and in your mind, you don't even have to say words out your mouth. you like... Yeah, mm. I didn't do shit today. But another person can look at you and be like, "Man, you worked hard today." But when you get home, you look yourself in the mirror, you're like, "Man, I, I really didn't go to my full potential." Mm-hmm. So it's not really what other people say. It's just like, well, what stands out on paper? You know what I'm saying? When when you put down the paper and you go back and look at the books and you go look at Swansboro and you look at the wall, you like, okay, damn, all these people on the wall, but did they work as hard as me? Mm-hmm. Probably not. Bro, I, I woke up, had gym in the morning. Boom. PA, went and worked out. Practice. After that, worked out. I'm working out three times a day, sometimes four. Sometimes at lunch, I'll go work out again. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's, that's shit people didn't see. But, damn, what else can I do? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, you, you fight, it's yeah, like you fight against yourself. Struggle. And you fight against other people, so it's like, damn, can I go harder? Mm-hmm. But I seen a little post the other day, it was like, when you feel like you can't do no more, you still got 40% left. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, God damn, 40%. 40%, that's a lot, that's man. A lot, yeah. You can do a lot of things with 40%. You know what I'm saying? So 40%. 40 per, 40% is what most people operate on daily. You know? You, you get what I'm saying, bro? I, yeah. yeah. It's just I, like, I like, damn, could I have went harder? Yeah. Maybe maybe the people was right. Maybe maybe I wasn't what I thought I was. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes when you go back and look, you're like, mm, yeah, I was some shit. Because <laughs> I have, like, bro, I go back and I watch my film all the time from high school. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. what, what could I have done different? Yeah. And I'm looking at the film like, God damn, it's a lot of shit I could have done different. I was about to say, you're probably better now than you've ever been in your life. Man, shout out to Philly Brown, man. So if you have Philly ever, Brown, who's that? Man. I'm about to tell you right now. <laughs> if you go on my Facebook and you see a video of a dude fucking me up on a blonde side hit. Damn. Probably about 6'2", 260. Cracked you. Big black dude from Florida. Mm-hmm. Man. Name's Philly. Phil, hit, call him Hitman Philly. Hitman Philly. That's, the gra- that's a great Philly name. Brown. Oh, man. From Florida. Man, he fucked me up. I was only I was probably a select few. It's probably only been about three or four people that ever get up from his head and not been fucked up. Damn. He hit a dude the same way he hit me in that game. Probably probably a not 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 as even hard, but he, he, he fucked him up. 
broken collarbone on the sideline. Oh my god. So I was blessed to get up. Yeah. But really all it did was piss me off. I ended that game with the with the interception, sack strip, everything, put us in the game. You know what I'm saying? So I say I had to say this. That same man is my coach now. The guy that cracked you? Yes. What? And I joined the team that he formerly played played for. That uh, he played for that team for about six, seven years. Mm-hmm. He was the star middle linebacker. He said, "Man, when you got here, I ain't think you was gonna fulfill my shoes." He said, "But you busting out the seams." Wow. He taught me how to play middle linebacker. That's awesome. He was like, "Man, you, you got nothing but heart, man." Yeah. He was like, "A lot of people look at size, but you got heart." Yeah, he says one thing that can't be measured is your heart. You can't, you can't measure it. You can't teach it. You can't, you can't write it down on a statue. And, and I'm one of those guys. You can tell me how to do something one time, mm-hmm. and you I got it. I don't need you to tell me again. Yeah, cause I'm about to bust my ass. <laughs> and I was always taught if you gonna fuck up, ain't the fuck up at a hundred percent. That's a good, yeah, that's a good and, one. You know what I'm saying? So if I fuck up. Fuck up know, big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going all the way. <laughs> don't, don't half-ass it and then fuck yeah. it up on, on top of that. So if you ever yeah. see me do some dumb shit, just know, goddamn, I'm going out with a bang. Oh, fuck it. I hear that, you, you ever, you ever, uh, you ever been just watching somebody and they just trip? Yeah. Shit, I'm going for the dramatics. <laughs> You're going to turn into the Jim Carrey now. Man, shit. I'm telling you. What you looking for, boss? I'm going to go out and get a piece of candy outside. It's candy, so. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I don't want to ask what it means. <laughs> a piece of no, like a piece of candy. No, that's the that's the biggest thing I'm taking away from this is that Chris thought I was Jim Carrey, and I'm 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 taking that with me, bro. Like when I say this man would go to the extreme, like making people laugh is your thing, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But at the time, you know what I'm saying? I'm just a hateful motherfucker at the time. So I was trying to break you, and you weren't really having it. Man, it was just like. At the time, I, I didn't want to let people in, you know what I'm saying? Because it's just like, I didn't really fit in at the time, you know what I'm saying? It's not until I changed who I was as a person to fit in with everybody. Like, I changed my appearance and everything. I don't know if y'all noticed, I cut the hair off. I damn started wearing Sperry's, the goddamn nut huggers, the polos, everything, bro. <laughs> you got it working right now. I like that fit, hey, man. Hey, man, right here, this Versace right here, man. <laughs> <laughs> It's Versace, man. Yeah, that's great, man. Well, I'm I'm glad to hear that you're doing so well. I'm yes, glad to, to see that you're that you, you look good. Everything's going Appreciate well. It, boss, man. Uh, your your son is now how old? I got two, man. I was gonna say I I know about the the first one, but I haven't seen uh, much he, of the. He's three now, and then uh, Roman, he's about to be ten months. How they doing, man? Man, they kids, man. They growing up. Yeah. King is actually gonna be just like me. He's bad as shit. Oh man, <laughs> so, funny story, right? Yeah, sure. So I'm on the game, and uh, he's he messed with my phone, so uh, the box comes on by Roddy Rich. So, we actually, I can't do that. I don't have the rights to that. Cut so, that out. So he uh, <laughs> he's sitting there, right? All you hear is "wipe a nigga nose." <laughs> I look over. I said, "Oh no!" I said, "What you say?" He sings it again. I said, boy. Nah, he sang. He sang. Yeah. <laughs> so he, he's going to be bad as shit. That's awesome, like man. And then Roman, man. Both my kids are beautiful, man. And yeah. uh, Roman, I don't get to see as much. And I mean, that's probably my fault at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. But, man, it, it's a blessing to be a father. You know what I'm saying? That's probably one of the best accomplishments I've ever had in my life. You know what I'm saying? So 
I believe you. At the end of the day, just taking it day by day. Has that changed you a lot, having those two? Uh, it, it's changed my my choices. Because I used to be wild. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, you couldn't say shit to me. Like, uh-huh. but a life-changing incident happened uh, last Christmas. Okay. Uh, fucking a dude. I'm, I'm out in Bryn Mawr. Uh, I'm with my guy OG, right? The place I, I, I dropped you off at, right? Right, right. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no real. And uh, I don't know if a lot of people even know this, but I carried a gun with me from the age of 15 until I was about 22. I think I did actually know that about <laughs> you. <laughs> so, I, last year is when I stopped carrying a gun with me because I felt as if I was invincible. I was just like, man, everybody know. So... Last Christmas, man, like, me and the dude get into an altercation, right? Oh, so he no. pulls off, and we thought everything was cool. Then he put it on reverse. And it's a young boy. He's probably about 17, 18. And uh, he pulled back. He's like, you got a problem? I said, oh, you got the car. What's up? <laughs> so I approached the car. And I approached the car. He pulled a gun out. It was uh, me, Oscar, his lady, and my baby mother and our son. My life could have been gone. Yeah. Just because I wanted to be macho man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So now, you know what I'm saying? It's just like every fight ain't got to be like, you don't have to fight every battle. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes it's cool to walk away because a man that walked away got big balls. That's very well said. And and it's important that you can, that you need to be around to teach them that as well. <laughs> That's the crazy thing. Somebody, uh, I was talking to somebody, man. They, uh, he was like, uh, you know how most people would be like, uh, I'll, I'll die for my kids? Yeah. He was like, you a selfish motherfucker. If mm-hmm. you die for your kids, who gonna be here to to raise them and teach them right? That's right. Say you'll live for your kids. I heard this. I, who said that? I heard the same thing. Man, I, my, uh, a guy named Trey taught me that, man. OG. Craig I can't, because I feel like I've heard that too, but I've, I've, it's, it's so true though, too. Yeah. Man. Yeah, like that's self. Like, why would you want to? Like, why would you want to die from? Like, you need to live for them. You exactly. need to be there for them to teach them these things. That's all facts. Man. You know, and and if they're and if they're big, you know, big scary daddy over here can walk away from the from the bullshit. You know, so can they. Got to man. It's yeah. just like some battles, man. You ain't gonna win. Yeah. Because you never know another person's intentions. Mm-hmm. So it's just like that's why I kind of move on my own. You know what I'm saying? Because. Me personally, I used to always be with big crowds. Mm-hmm. That was my th- I had everybody with me. But if I got one dude with me that's a hothead, he want to go off and do his move, and he knows he's with me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So he knows he's okay. He's gonna act more of an ass because he than knows he would by himself. Yeah, because he knows he's got some backup. So now you putting me in a predicament. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So I had to learn. Selfish. So I had to learn who to hang around. You know what I'm saying. And that's why, like, the people you see me go out with, like, I, I don't go to clubs. Mm-hmm. I, I don't go to kickbacks. The only place I'll go is the strip club. <laughs> and you know why I go to the strip club? Because if you're a man, right? Yeah. And you're fighting in the strip club. Yeah, that's... You, you are gay. You, <laughs> you're in the wrong area. You, you are totally missing the whole point of this whole setting. Yeah. Like, you, bro, you, it's, it's 30 women in here butt naked. You want to put hands on me? And you're bringing... Pro- yeah, that's a... You know what I'm saying? That, so it's just like that's, bro, deep. that's the only place I'll go, man, because I feel like that's the only place where I don't have problems. That's deep. And I had to <laughs> I had to learn, bro, like don't get bro, I wanna say in middle school, I wore a size thirty four pants mm-hmm. and an extra large shirt. 
that was the style back then. It was. was. So when I got older, all the clothes that I wore in middle school, I still wear to this day. Yeah. But then I started learning, like, okay, I got the Jordans on, got the nice pants on, got the shirt on. I'm out here with my flag on. But I'm in the club, and everybody looking at me crazy. Mm. But let me ask you a question, right? Yeah. When you go out in public, right, and uh-huh. you see a dude, pants sagging off his ass, he got the Jordans on, he had nothing, smell like weed, because <laughs> I, I, had, I had the weed on me. Like, yeah. I, and that's the crazy thing. I don't even smoke. But I was selling so much dope at the time. Mm-hmm. But if you look at me, you'd be like, uh, yeah, we're going to stay the fuck away from that. <laughs> but me dressed like this, button up, pants fit on, they on my ass, not sagging, Chelsea boots on. You okay. look at me, they going to be like, I ain't a problem. He's not a threat. And that's how people look. They be like, oh, he got money. Oh, we going, okay, bet. We going to try to fuck with him. Wow. And, or they and, feel as if like, oh, he he's oh he think he's somebody. He think he's trying to stun on us. Uh, but he wow. come in pretty boy da- dapper Dan. Hey, I'd be dead. Have you ever seen a man fight in a suit? I don't yeah. think I have. Never. You because you, people don't. That, that's not the type of guy that you would get to an altercation with. You're and, like, damn, look, you got like, nah, I know he got a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> it's, he's got a lawyer. That's what it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, eh, I don't want to do. I don't want to get into that. Leave him alone, man. But that's it's just like the way of people, the way people think. So if you carry yourself to a higher standard, man, people ain't gonna mess with you. I'm like, hmm. he has some means about himself. Very well said. Yes, sir. All, All right, right, man. Learn, man. Well, we we're right over. We're right about an hour thirty. So that's hour a thirty. We we you and I could go for like go another two or three, but I won't hold you to that. Yes. Sir. Um, if there's anything you want to like promote or anything you want to get out before we get off, man, I just want to say I love everybody, man, and be safe, man, because everything that's going on is crazy out, and you don't never, you don't never know when it's gonna be someone's last day, man. So I love I everybody, man. Yeah, if you ever been around me. I ain't got no hard feelings, man. I love everybody. Hit my phone up, man. Great dude. That's true. Oh, blessings to everybody. I hope y'all family's good and everything, man. All right, man. Yes, Thanks sir. a lot, man. Yeah, I right, know, man. All right, I love you, brother. Love you too, boss. All right, man. That shit was good, yeah. Great, great stuff from my friend Chris. Love having him on. Uh, anytime I can get a chance to talk to him, it's always great. Funny thing about this conversation is we hadn't seen each other in probably like, I don't even know how long, like probably two or three years. And he's like one of those guys that, doesn't matter how long you are apart from him, as soon as you see him again, it's like no time had gone on. So I want to give another big thanks to Chris for being on. Also, just a reminder that this is a fan and listener-supported podcast, so make sure you like and share on Facebook at Zach of All Trades. Uh, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Daily Dose of Zach. And uh, you can always listen to Zach of All Trades wherever you listen to all your favorite podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast. Uh, if you have any inquiries or you're interested in being a part of the show, Feel free to send me an email at podztt at gmail.com. That's P-O-D-Z-T-T at gmail.com. Thanks!